0: Live from the Midtown studios of KFNX, it's Grateful Heart Radio with your host, Rebecca Rains.
1: Welcome to our show and thanks for listening, everyone. This is Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show where we bring you the three E's. Educate, empower, and engage. We like to bring our listeners accurate information instead of just headlines or sound bites designed to simply attract attention. We want to help you Make your real estate and personal financial decisions wise ones for your family. I'm your host, Rebecca Raines of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we've been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. We are very proud to be part of the Timely Balanced Truths Network, and we are live here every week on Mondays at 11 a.m. So if you have any questions for our guest, you can call in at 866-536-1100. And quite frankly, this is a show you should be calling for. And the reason why I say that is if you've ever had a dream, we all have dreams, right? If you've ever had a dream to start your own business, these are the two women that you want to talk to to get some advice about doing that before you actually jump in head first. Today on our program, we have some fantastic guests for you. Mary Nolenberger of SVN Desert Commercial Advisory. I don't remember the rest of it because it got cut off on my sheet here. Mary, help me out. Advisors. Advisors. Okay, it was a lot simpler than I thought. Um, and she is the director of retail investment sales and leasing. Welcome, Mary. Thank
2: you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Now,
1: Mary actually helped me get into my office space, and that's how we met. After I had to kiss a lot of frogs along the way before I found my princess, charming. <laughs> uh, because you know, the commercial world, you know, has a very high high mark of entry. And I was so impressed with Mary that it's finally taken me a little time to get her on air. And I cannot wait to hear what she has to share with all of you guys today.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's it's a pleasure. Um, we did meet um, with the adventure of you not only finding your location, but designing the inside of your space, how that was going to work for you. We spend more of our waking hours in our workplace than anywhere else. So I kind of look at it as designing a custom home environment for where you spend most of your day, and yours turned out beautifully.
3: Oh, I
1: thank you, my darling. And, in fact, it's so fun and and like a home that I actually Mm -hmm. bring my dogs to work sometimes. Mm -hmm. That is part of creating that dream and following through on what you want to do. And I have here as well Tara Craig with the First Financial. Now, she's not just a mortgage strategist, In fact, she's a licensed financial coach and has actually offered to her clientele the Dave Ramsey Program. Tell us a little bit about that, Tara.
3: Yeah,
4: absolutely. You know, a couple years ago, Rebecca, I would follow up with clients who got into their home, and we'd be doing an annual mortgage review, and they just acquired a tremendous amount of consumer debt. And a lot of people, when they purchase a home, just don't realize all the costs associated with furnishing it. And such, and so, I really wanted to help them have a better understanding of how they could have control over their finances. And so this program just was a perfect fit. It's a nine week program, and it's really just intended to help um, increase their fiscal literacy and teach them how to budget, how to save money, and how to plan for the future.
1: Well, and you see people's taxes all the time. I do. And that's why I <laughs> thought the two of you powerhouse women would be a phenomenal compliment to each other. Because if Mary's here helping people design the dream of an office space, for example, or where they spend their work work hours, right? Yes. Uh, you know, in order to get there, people's financials have to look a certain way, don't they, Mary? They
2: sure do. Um, whether they're getting into a lease situation or wanting to own the property that they um, occupy. And I work with everything from, you know, offices like yours to restaurants, fitness tenants, salons, day spas, any kind of business that's operating. And they will either lease property, which they'll have to provide a package to the landlord, um, which will include a financial statement. Um, and it's amazing how many people are not familiar with creating a personal financial statement right. that looks professional on yep. paper, um, it, and and just represents their ability to be sustainable.
1: You mean a landlord for an office building wants to make sure somebody can continue to pay their lease.
2: <laughs> restaurants. Imagine um, that. Imagine that. Yeah. I've i had um people come to meet with me and say, I've always, the words that scare me are, I've always wanted to. Is how it starts. Own a whatever whatever kind of restaurant. Ice cream shop, whatever you it know, is. Tell me about your experience. Tell me, tell me what made you want to open a restaurant. Tell me your back of house, your operational skills. And they say, I love to eat. <laughs> I, my my friends tell me that I I'm a, I'm a great, great cook, cook. <laughs> so it takes um, a package that gets presented to the landlord, and that includes a business plan that yeah. has to be solid and show sustainability. Everybody's talking right now about being internet proof, and recession proof, um, and. That- that's important.
1: Well, I remember learning about being recession-proof from you when we went through the process ourselves a few years ago. And um, that was a term I had never been familiar with. I've sold homes for over 25 years, and I've never heard the term recession-proof. And goodness knows, most of us were not recession-proof the last mm-hmm. time we all went through it. Isn't that the truth? You know, how many businesses went out of business? How many yeah. you were working? In? Like, okay, let's go back. Mary, how long have you been selling or leasing commercial property? Close to
2: 20 years.
1: Okay, so you've got a little bit of experience, mm-hmm. I would say. Just a little bit, wee bit. And then Tara, you've been doing this quite some time as well. 18 years. Okay, so between all of us, I hate to say we have over 60-some-odd years of experience in what we do. Yeah, cumulative. And and cumulative, yes. And so if you guys have any questions for our show today, I really do encourage people to call in because I got one lady sitting in front of me with a computer with all kinds of stats, a whole bunch of other charts (laughs) in front of the other one. Like, they are full of of not emotionless white and black investment. But, you know, one thing that gravitated or caught my eye on your intake form – was making clients dream a reality takes a grateful heart. and Of course, that speaks to me because Mm -hmm. our show is called Grateful Heart TV. And it really does, you know, people want to create the life that they've been dreaming of. Mm -hmm. Right. And it starts with, of course, having a dream and then actually falling through on the steps. But most people don't even know where to start. So, Tara, I wanted to take the attention Mm -hmm. over to you. When you see people who are trying to qualify for buying homes all day long, Yeah. Okay. How many of them are self-employed? Probably 25% of my clients. 25% of your clients. Mm -hmm. And most of those self-employed people doing pretty good?
4: They're doing pretty good right now. Yeah, the economy <laughs> is strong for sure. And you know, included in that number when we say self employed, um, I guess I should clarify the twenty five percent would include those clients who are commission based, you know, where their income is irregular and right now the economy is strong and most people are doing quite well. But uh going back to that tax planning piece, you know, just because you're making a lot of money, it doesn't mean that you're showing it on paper. And so it's really helping those clients understand how the books need to look and how the tax planning needs to be in order to to position themselves, whether it's purchasing a building or purchasing a home, uh, that's really, really important.
1: Well, and and then, of course, you see that at your side and then they come over to Mary and say, hey, Mary, I want to buy this gym. Have you ever bought a gym before? (laughs) No, but I love to work out. Yes, you know? exactly. And so obviously, sh- you know, to get to the point of where you're able to go and, and purchase or lease a commercial space to maybe grow that business that maybe you started in your backyard yeah. or in your garage. I mean, you always hear those wonderful stories of people who've made it big starting in their garage, yeah. right? So what does it take? And I have I've already been warned that we have to take a commercial <laughs> break here already. So I want to continue this conversation yeah. at our next segment. Um, but one thing you you did hit on. Before we go on break, Tara, Yeah, you said the economy is strong.
4: The economy is strong. Very strong.
1: Very strong. Of course, I'm scared to death of what's going to happen with the election coming (laughs) up because my business absolutely depends on selling houses, which if all of a sudden the economy isn't so strong, we're not doing so hot, right? So what did you say about the Dow today?
4: The Dow is down tremendously, uh, over 3%. And it looks like it doesn't have anything to do with economic data. It's actually in direct connection to the coronavirus, which uh, just some numbers that I read this morning, the total confirmed cases have almost reached 80,000. And we've had at least 2,621 deaths. And I was reading this. What was most interesting is how quickly it's growing, but specifically in Italy, South Korea, and Iran. I read a uh, news article that said, China built a hospital in six days to accommodate 10,000 patients, um, and that just is an indication of how the coronavirus is spreading in those countries.
1: Scary. And you know what? We're going to go into our next segment, and we're going to talk about a little bit about fear because, obviously, that impacted our Dow, which impacted our economy. Which is
4: interesting because there was no economic data that was released today that would be an indicator that we should have seen a lot of volatility yeah, in the stock market. So we should continue that conversation. It's
1: all fear. We're going to come back because we don't like fear here. We don't. Um, (laughs) We're going to come back. You are listening to Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. This is Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show. Come back and join us after the break, guys. Thank you. So, so.
3: You've been thinking about buying a new home or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead so you can get the best rate, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage today. 602-741-4121.
0: Thinking about buying or selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven. So come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242. Or visit IntegrityAllStars.com. Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com.
1: I want to welcome you back. I am Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. Again, guys, we are here live every Monday at 11 AM, so if you have any questions for either the Mary Nolenberger of SVN Commercial or Tara Craig over at AmeriFirst Financial, you need to call us, 602-277-5369. Again, that's 602-277-5369 and even if you just have an idea for the show. But with me in in the studio now, as a reminder, are these two powerhouse women who could not get a word in edgewise and like I had to start the show and Tara's like No 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 wait 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 <laughs> So Tara, where did I just cut you off at? What did you want to share? With I the audience?
4: wanted to share that uh there's two sides to every story. So we're talking about the fact that the stock market, I mean, for heaven's sakes, the Dow's down nearly a thousand points. Yeah, Chad just
1: walked in on a break and said four percent actually, yeah, not three percent. Yeah. Thanks, Chet.
4: So it's um you know, also creating an amazing opportunity for families to refinance. What does it mean when the stock market's down? Well, guess what? The bond market is up over 22 points, which means that interest rates are already historically low, but are going to create an amazing opportunity. So
1: go lock your interest rate today if you're in the process of doing a refi or thinking about it. If you're thinking
4: about refinancing, the uh, upside of the stock market being down is a great time to lock in a rate.
1: Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. And, and Mary was chiming in on break saying, yeah. we we don't want to talk about just fear here, guys. Right. You know, right. we're we're not bringing up the whole Dow coming down. It, you know, there's fear around the election coming. In. And I want you, before we get back to Mary, I want you to <laughs> say what you said on break early because it was good stuff. What, what
4: did you say about the election? Okay, so historically speaking, out of the last 23 elections, the stock market has predicted 20 of them. So if the stock market was up, Three months leading into the election, the current president's day. Okay. The stock market was down. There was a change in the White House. So 20 out of the 23 last times is a pretty good indication. So we definitely, it's not a guarantee, but we'll be watching just to see what happens.
1: Yeah. Well, and I know a lot of people, are, you know, when it gets close to any election, kind of sit on the fence and don't want to do anything until they see what's going to happen. But, like, to your point, yeah. does it really impact what, is happening with our day-to-day lives. In our lives. day-to-day
4: lives, exactly.
1: And then going back to what Mary is saying about, like, you know what, we don't want to be half glass full. We want to talk about the benefits of the market that we're in currently. And you said, what was the fabulous four or Fs? What were oh, you saying, on I, There's <laughs>
2: so much good. And, and you know, we just get so disappointed when we see fear lead decision-making. Agreed. And, and people get paralyzed with... A, you know, I'm going to sit on the sidelines because it's an election year. I'm not going to do anything right now because it's the end of the year. Let's see what the new year brings. Let's see what this now the stock market, you know, it just this we,
1: a, we, this v- new virus that we don't ever cure for. Like. yeah,
2: And you know what? We were just talking about the fact that this is a hiccup. This is a blip. Um All of and I watch subscribe to our entire company takes part in. Um, every financial forecast that we can get our hands on, every webinar, every prediction device that we can guide our clients with, but there's such good news and let's hear and it. it it's, let's hear good news. You know, it's repurposing of space. So we look at retailers like Sears, Payless, Mattress Firm, Toys R Us. We look at malls and, and the fact that mall Type of shopping is changing, but mm-hmm. I just went to an event called Retail Live in Scottsdale last week and we're talking about socialization, being in community, the fact that even, you know, we're looking at being internet proof with business. Oh yes, we were and, talking about that before and the break. Internet proof. Um means that we're looking at experiential retail, and I said the four Fs. Yeah. So
1: let's hear those. And none of them start with fear. (laughs) No,
2: none of them start with fear. So it's fitness, furniture, food, and fun. So fun is experiential retail, and there are so many new fitness concepts that are coming in. Some of them are in the smaller range that is the, you know, the under. Six thousand, under three thousand. And then there's a whole nother range that's between sixteen and sixty thousand square feet of fitness.
1: Hey, I'm gonna do I'm gonna try out and talk about fun. I'm gonna try out aerial yoga this week. Yes, wow, that talk is about fun. that's doesn't that sound like <laughs> that fun ladies? Is fun. And you know what? I don't know that I'd ever try it before, but we'd learn about it online. But yeah. we want to go and have the experience. Like to your point, Mary, there's a lot of really cool things that are popping up and wherever you look commercial spaces are full. They are filling true. up fast. During the last downturn we saw a lot of plywood over windows. We do not see that anywhere out in the streets today. In fact, all we see is construction everywhere we look. Right, absolutely. And I think
4: a lot of that has to do with the growth. I mean, there's so many people 200 a day moving to, to Arizona America, yes. County yes. specifically. And uh it's the amazing weather, it's the fantastic job market. And all of the wonderful amenities that we have. You know, as you were talking about that, I was thinking about all those master plan communities. When we talk about people wanting to come together, look at the communities like Eastmark and some of those communities that have uh, the community swimming pools and the lakes and the walkways and all the things that bring us together. And I think we're going to see more of that.
1: I am so excited. Now, Mary, do me a favor. If somebody has a dream, now you said you, you always cringe when you hear somebody <laughs> say, I have a dream. I'm a really good cook. I want to start a restaurant. Can you walk us through the basic steps? Because obviously Tara sees people's taxes all the time. She can mm-hmm. give some wonderful guidance on how to get to the process. But what is the first step? If somebody really wants to start a new business, what do they need to do?
2: I think it's it's putting your team together. We're talking about community. We're talking about um, having a tribe I think I, I, I said tribe this and, morning. and I, <laughs> I work with local, regional, national, tenants, expansions, rollouts, and things like that. And one of my favorite, um, clients started with a lot of experience with some really well-known restaurant concepts. Um, and they went in with a plan. So they had a lot of great experience front of house. Back of house.
1: So you need to have experience in whatever the business is that you want to start. Would yes. That be step one.
2: Absolutely. They had a financial plan. Um, they had an investor um, that happened to be a family member. They went in debt free. So everything they did. So they find did the encourage. tribe.
1: And that would be investors, perhaps, somebody mm-hmm. to help you create your business plan, which I have a feeling Tara's pretty good at doing that kind of
4: stuff. Um, a bookkeeper. I have a bookkeeper. Her tagline is, uh, you focus on your passion and we'll focus on your numbers. And talking about the value of staying in your lane. Exactly. You know, a lot of these people may be great cooks, But maybe they've never run a profit and loss or handled the back inside of the business. You mean do a P&L? A P&L? What's that? Uh, (laughs) But honestly, I think that's just so important. And that's where a lot of these small businesses can fail is without having the right. They try to wear all the hats and, mm -hmm. and be all the right things.
1: And that's what I love about Mary. Because when James and I went through the process of creating our space, she didn't just leave us to flounder. She really did help us figure out those steps. So you find your tribe. You have your plan.
2: What else do you need to do, Mary? Well, I I have always said the exact same thing. I'm going to do my job so that you can concentrate on what you do best. So I think whether they're using SBA financing for a purchase. Okay,
1: you need to explain what SBA is, but we're going to have to wait till after the next break because they're already getting waved by Chet that we have to take a break. So remember that. Keep going.
2: So putting together a package that includes... Your fiscal responsibility plan. And if you're not that person who's operated, whatever that business may be, find somebody. Um, you put together your team that is the operations person, um, be it a restaurant fitness, hair salon, whatever that business is. If you've got a team that handles the answers to those questions to make a landlord feel confident, mm-hmm that you are going to be able to perform for the entire term of your lease obligation or your lender be confident that you're going to be able to pay your mortgage
1: or your loan back for the business. Because when you're doing one of these, you're not just looking at the cost for the monthly rate. You're, there's a lot of business expenses like tenant improvements. What are those, Mary? So
2: that's your rent is just your occupancy cost. And there's a specific percentage that that should be in your overall plan. Right. Right. But I sit down with my clients and spell out, this is how long it's going to take. This is what your side of the equation looks like from a tenant improvement perspective. I can speak from experience. Yes, you do. Oh, my
1: goodness. We're being told to wrap it up. We've got to go take a break and pay some bills, you guys. You are listening to Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. This is Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show. And my goodness, you better be motivated to start a new business after listening to our show today. You guys come back after the break. We look forward to keeping you educated. Thank you.
3: financing we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company lawyers title is the leading source for all title escrow and marketing needs with access to the largest group of title insurance underwriters lawyers title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud creating solutions that save time and money for everyone ask your realtor or loan officer today about using lawyers title on your next real estate transaction lawyers title is a member of the fidelity national financial family I want
1: to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Raines, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. We are here live every Monday, guys, and we're already more than halfway through the show. So if you have a dream to start a business, this is the day you should be calling in and asking some questions of these wonderful powerhouse women I have here in the studio, which is Mary Nolenberger of SVN, Desert Commercial Advisory, she is the director of retail investment sales and leasing and then we have tara craig with amerifirst financial who is not just a mortgage strategist but she actually is a financial coach and these two are really complimenting each other with the information that they're educating you guys with today and on break we were talking about a lot of good stuff. Like we were so excited. <laughs> you guys really should be watching our Facebook the live. The segments are the breaks. <laughs> yeah, the breaks are the best. I'm just saying. Um, and and I was telling Mary before we went on break. I want her to explain. So she was getting into. Okay, you have a dream. Step one, you got to figure out your partners, your tribe, and the people are going to yeah. help you get there to achieve that dream. And you know, some of us might be lucky enough to have that rich uncle who can, you know. Help pay the bills. That wasn't me. That wasn't me either. <laughs> Nobody in my family is rich, to be quite frank with yes, you. Yes, me too. Uh, and, and so perhaps you've had some experience in what it, what, what arena it is that you're getting into and you started off in your garage, you started it off somewhere else and now you want to expand into a, into a big commercial space, whether it's a restaurant, it's a gym, it could be a doggy daycare, it could be a veterinary <laughs> clinic, whatever it is, yeah. you, nail, nail salon. Mary does it all. But you might need to get a small business loan otherwise known as an SBA. Ladies, educate us. Who wants to take the, the reins on this?
4: I'm going to go ahead and let you, since you deal with that every day.
2: Well, I'm just going to give you some background and guidelines and, um, you know, overcome some misconceptions. So small business administration is a way um, for purchase uh, that comes alongside and supports small businesses. There's some criteria. Um, and the first misconception is that a startup um, without any experience can go to the SBA as a lender for a a dream that hasn't been realized yet. And I loved what Tara said about we have to go there to build a plan to get there. So we go there in our minds and we begin with the end in mind and we picture that dream. And, and I work with clients oftentimes that have a dream and ha- are the most detailed organized people. I, the day I meet them, I know they're going to accomplish that dream because they're clear about it. They have a plan mm-hmm. and they have a strategy and it's just walking through the steps. Finding the right space. Yes, one one situation was a, a preschool in Chandler and they had a dream to own their property. They had been leasing for a very, very long time. And through a series of my educating them and us working together, um, it was a shopping center that they were occupying quite a large portion of um, and they added a, a complimentary adjunct to their existing preschool, and it was an after-school program for the siblings of those already in attendance to prepare for ACTSAT testing. That additional space took them to where they occupied over 51% of the property and would qualify for an SBA loan, and with that comes advantages of lower percentage down and some very favorable interest rate situation. So
1: it all sounds really intimidating, Mary. So I'm hoping you can help explain and maybe. um, So the average person you have had to have had success in the business that you're in
2: experience,
1: experience. So you have to have experience in it. And then who do you go to, to apply for an SBA?
4: A commercial lender. (laughs) So
1: wouldn't be Tara sitting across the table no, for me. No, I'm a
4: residential lender. I was a branch manager at Washington Mutual, and we handled kind of everything across the board. And so I do have some limited experience with that. But uh, that's not in my wheelhouse today. So, But okay. we've got great partners. You know, you talk yeah. about building a tribe. We're helping families in all kinds of ways. And so um, we've had families who have homes with a tremendous amount of equity. And because they don't have proven experience, they started with a home equity loan, got the proven experience they needed, exactly. and then got a small business loan to repay them so there it's all about a strategy. And, all about a strategy. Yeah. So
1: going to the back to the SBA, if they get an SBA, there's advantages to it: less down payment, better interest rate, better interest rates, mm-hmm. and then it feels like you're backed by a, a bigger company that will help you out in time of need. Is that true, or is that just well? And
2: that's you know, we have a lot of lending partners who will. You know, help us know what types of business are best served by what type, type of loan. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, we, we both agree and, and you talked about it too, that we build a team around our clients' needs so that they can focus on what they do best.
1: Well, yeah, we all do that in each arena. Absolutely. Yep. Whether I find my contractors for my clients who want to remodel their houses that they're either getting ready to sell or that they just bought. Yep. And Tara, you do the same thing, and I know you do the same thing. It's all about finding the key people Players, yeah. to get you there. And then um, a question I had for you on break. When does it make sense to purchase? And I know you're, I think you're going there with your story on the Chandler daycare Mm -hmm. and the school, because whether you go from lease or purchase, you know, when you're very first getting into getting your own commercial space, would you say most of us start by renting?
2: A lot of people do. I, you know, I, the one thing that I would say, there are a lot of strategies, even with huge national tenants, um, that have to do with repositioning. Um, how many locations do you intend to have over time? Is it going to be one location? Are you a destination location? Do you need foot traffic and co-tenancy to support what you do? Um, and in those situations where there's going to be repositioning in the market, then leases make sense for a lot of retailers that say, you know, I'm going to grow this business in this location. Then I'm going to have a five mile strategy of, of growth where I'm going to position my next locations close enough that they understand my brand and then far enough away that it won't be a situation where I'm diluting the possible impact of my audience. So, um, then in the situation where I just celebrated a grand opening last week with two clients of mine that happened to open on the very same day. Um, What a fun day for you. It was so much fun. So one was a physician's office and she chose a location and her criteria was close to home um, where she had practiced before she was able to open her own practice Mm -hmm. um, so that her patients would be comfortable driving the distance to come to where she was going to be located. And she did purchase. Okay. That did make sense for her. Um, she Her growth strategy wasn't going to take her out of the size that she was purchasing. And it was a financially... She had a team, a wonderful team of women, financial advisor, oh, attorney. Oh, I, I remember you talking about that. All her. women. Her tribe consisted of all women for a female physician practice. And um, so everyone came together with the perfect location for her.
1: Well, and what's really cool about that story is I believe from what I remember, she's right across the street from where she used to practice Yeah. and it was like kind of like no coincidences right? right. that she found the perfect space. there. So she purchased and that's actually a strategy for investment for your future as well, because maybe one of these days when she decides to sell her business, that building is going to be worth more money. And, you know, I say it all day long, yeah. stop paying people's mortgages. If you're going to pay a mortgage, you may as well pay your own, right? Fire
4: your landlord, sure. Fire your landlord.
1: <laughs> and then, um, but for some people, it makes more sense to lease. And I before we, we have to take another break already, ladies. I promised you this was going <laughs> to go super fast. Um You hit on something really quick, Tara. Equity in homes. I just had this conversation with a client yesterday. Yeah. He wants to buy a house. And I'm telling him, I'm like, oh my gosh, you want to keep the two properties you have as rental properties, What is your interest rate? Right. And I'm telling him he needs to get with you right away to refinance those before we go look to buy a house. So there's a lot of strategies involved with starting a business or buying a new house before you do anything big and life changing. Yeah. You need to sit down and take a look at your financial books. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, boy, the music's already starting. (laughs) Independent Talk Radio, KFNX, 1100 AM. This is Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show. Come back after break, guys, because this is our last few minutes with you, and I need you guys to hear the rest of our show.
0: Thinking about buying or selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven. So come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242. Or visit IntegrityAllStars.com. Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com. We want
1: to welcome you back. I am Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, Arizona Motivational Real Estate and Business Show on Independent Talk, KFNX. And we are in our last segment, people. And Tara and Mary over here across the table are so excited to share stuff. I had to shut them up right before we came back on air because they don't want to forget about certain things they want to talk about. Yes. Before we get there, I need to talk about my house of the week. Because I've got an awesome house for sale in Morrison Ranch out in Gilbert. It's located at 2898 East Comstock Drive. And it is a little bit of a tri-level. It's across the street from an open green space. Adorable gas-lit lamps through the neighborhood. So if you don't know about Morrison Ranch, you should. And this home is nearly 4,000 square feet with a three-car garage. Plenty of room for a pool. And I just have to tell you guys... Pictures do not do it justice, but if you guys want to look up on my website at integrityallstars.com, you will learn about this Comstock property amongst other homes that we have for sale. So that's enough about me. I'm back to you two (laughs) ladies across the table. Now, if anybody is thinking about starting a business and they want advice either from Tara or from Mary, I want to make sure they know how to get a hold of you ladies. Mary, you first. If somebody wants your help finding a commercial space... How do they find you besides calling me and I get them in, in line with you?
2: You know, I love to give my cell phone number. And so I am, I have never had anybody take advantage of that. You mean call you at two in the morning and <laughs> deep in the phone or anything? So I'll give, I'll give both. My office number is 480-425-5520. And my cell is 480-748-8266.
1: Awesome. Can you say the cell one more time, just in case anybody's trying to write that down?
2: 480-748-8266.
1: Perfect. And then Tara, if somebody needs to get a hold of you because they're interested in doing your Dave Ramsey financial planning piece, or maybe they just want to refinance their home or even buy a home
4: and finance through you, how do they get a hold of you? Um, you can contact our mainline line, 480-344-1951. You can also visit our website at www.tkteam.us. And also happy to share my mobile. It is 480-206-8739. And the great news with that is it does forward to the office. So if I'm here at a radio show or helping a client and you call and I'm not available, you will get somebody live.
1: Awesome. I love to hear that. And hey, before I go back into letting you guys finish up the show with your last thoughts and and things you want to make sure that you, you do not leave without sharing. I noticed two things in common when I'm looking at your guys's intake forms for the show. You both are about serving and educating others. As I see on Mary's sheet, she writes that she's a life advisor to women. And I love that. Absolutely love that. Because I did kiss a lot of frogs, mainly men, trying to get a hold of an office space. My husband and I were looking and when I found Mary, I did not let go of her. She's just golden over here, not just with her blonde, beautiful hair, but she is a life advisor to women. And then I know, Tara, you're all about serving. And it's not just the educational piece that you do through work. You do other things that you do to serve.
4: We do. We participate in Feed My Starving Children. And then, of course, uh, the education. So when I first did the Dave Ramsey, I actually did it through my local church. And um, I think a lot of churches were participating in that, but I really wanted to bring it to Uh, our communities and share it with the families and realtors that we serve who perhaps don't have a local family church. So it's been a lot of, it's just, it's my personal ministry for Mm -hmm. sure.
1: Personal ministry. I love that. Absolutely beautiful. And advisor to women even better because you know what? I do think what we're talking about today can be really intimidating for a woman who's maybe trying to start her own business. And that in mind, ladies, what are your last thoughts that you want to share with people that might be listening to our show today? on advice to them if they have a dream. Mary, you're first. Okay,
4: Mary.
2: Well, I, I don't know my, the best news that I can share is I don't know anyone that I've worked with who was determined, had a strategy, began with the end in mind that didn't accomplish their dream. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, so that. there are so, and, and I did say to you in my form that, um, commercial real, real estate is perceived as being black and white and n- emotionless and male dominant. <laughs> and I love the guys that I work with and for, but the female factor, um, I I like emotional that. intelligence, yeah, is, really is incredible. Is. Um, as far as having people who have worked at Intel or you know, any, any hugely perceived, you know, massive company and forever they've wanted in their heart to see this dream come to fruition. And we start with this dream and we build from a foundation and it comes together and, and then watching that dream become a reality. And I love you know, the tagline making the impossible possible. So
1: I love that too. It's definitely heartwarming to hear that because, you know, I do that all day long when it comes to people's homes. But like you said, when you're not at home, where else are you?
3: You're at work, Mm -hmm.
1: right? And so you're my counterpart on the other side of the table, not just today, but in life, helping people realize their house or their house of their, of their workplace. Yeah. And it's, it's really a beautiful place. And then, you know, here's Tara putting in the financial component of that whole thing. So Tara, your turn, your last thoughts to oh, end the show today. My
4: last thoughts are, it's all about planning. You know, you touched on detailed clarity, but um, when clients come in and they sit down and express what it is that they want to achieve and allow the professionals who have the experience to guide them through the process it just makes the entire thing so much more enjoyable, um, and so much, uh, more likely that they'll be successful. So one of the things I want to touch on is that, um, you know, families want to purchase homes. And one of the things that I see all the time is they will go from being an employee to starting their own business, not realizing how that's going to play a role mm-hmm. in home ownership. And so I quickly want to touch on. If you are employed and thinking about starting your own business, you need to plan for the fact that you have to be self-employed for two years with two years of filed tax returns in order to purchase a home with a traditional home loan.
1: Let me interject. Yes. Tax returns that actually show you making money. Yes. And I want want to interject that as
4: well. Yes. The first couple of years are startup, right? Heavy costs and lots of write-offs. And so families don't understand that we're actually looking at your net income. How much money did you actually bring home after all your expenses were paid? And in addition to that, because you're trying to save capital for um, continued improvements that need to be made in the business, you may not be distributing the profitability of the business. And so from a lender's perspective, we're really looking at cash flow distribution. So if you are thinking about starting your own business, or you have recently started your own business, and you also want to purchase a home, I really encourage you to sit down with us and allow us to partner with you, your CPA, perhaps your financial advisor and put together a strategy that enables you to get into a home in the timing that works for you and your family.
1: Wow, that was that a was lot. I, I, I feel like we just drank out of a fire hose,
4: Tara. <laughs> but, <it is. laughs> but I it, think most of my clients say that when they leave my office.
2: <laughs> but it was refreshing.
1: Yeah. No, it really was. And you know what? When you're educated, you're empowered, and then all that fear we talked about earlier it goes away. Goes away because yeah. now you know you're making sound decisions for your family, for your future. Yes. And what you said on break, because I think we have a minute. You can share it. Okay. The letter to yourself
4: in five years. Mm, talk about love it. that. Uh, love it. So I'm part of a coaching program. and Don't one of,
1: roll your eyes when
4: you say it's that. It's not rolling your <laughs> eyes, but you guys, this is hard. So uh, one of the things that they have challenged us with is writing a letter to ourselves five years in the future. Mm-hmm. And you talk about detailed clarity. And as you sit in this moment and you try to think about your life five years from now, and you need to speak to your marriage and your relationship with God, and your friends, and your business, and your spirituality, um, you know, it's interesting because you really have to have detailed clarity about how to get there and really what you want in five years. I think sometimes we're so focused on what we want today that we lose sight of what we want down the road. And so what a great challenge for everybody who's listening today. If you've never done that before, it's really um Quite insightful, yes.
1: Very insightful. Well, you guys, what a great show. Chet doesn't come in here often and compliment my guests, but he did on break (laughs) today. So I want to thank Chet, our technical engineer, for running the board and being so complimentary on our show today. I want to thank Ariel. Once again, great job with the video for us today. And you two both, thank you so much for joining us. Again, Mary Nolenberger with SVN and Tara Craig with AmeriFirst Financial. You've been listening to Grateful Heart Radio on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. And I'm your host, Rebecca Rains. Next week, we have another fantastic hour for you. Jay Joseph Appraisal and Joe Smith with Epic Mortgage are going to educate us on appraisals and most people don't like appraisals we're going to learn all about them <laughs> next week remember if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover check us out the web at www.gratefulheart.tv and that's our social media handle as well i want to thank you our listeners for joining us this week we will meet you on the radio next monday at 11 a.m right here on independent talk 1100 kfnx thank you
3: Just be-